Welcome back. I am unapologetically Eric. And before we get started, because I am fired up today, you can follow me on Twitter at EricNotSorry, or you can follow me on Facebook at Unapologetically Eric. So why am I fired up today? Because identity politics. For those of you who don't, don't know me, or you do, maybe, I don't know, I dabble in politics. Uh, not officially, but I like politics. I follow politics. And uh, I know a lot of people get annoyed by that, looking at my wife. Um, but I like being, you know, in the know of what's going on. And if you don't know what identity politics is, I can give you like a crude uh, definition in a way. It's it's kind of like people that will vote for someone simply because they look like them or they're the same religion and they which, okay, I caveat. I do not personally give a flying fuck what your skin color is, what is or is not dangling between your legs, what religion you are. I don't care at all, period. I don't give a shit. If I vote for you, it's because I like your policies. I like the direction you want to push the town, the state, or the country. I don't give a shit beyond that. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Now, humans, we are very tribal. We typically like being in groups of people that look like us or you know, support the same sports team or are into the same hobbies. We gravitate to that. That's just, you know, humans being humans. But when it comes to politics, that's kind of a problem. It's kind of like if the white person is going to vote for the white person simply because they're white, you're an asshole. Really? You're, do you have any idea what this person supports? What if that person supports increasing taxes 75%? You're still going to vote for them? You're a fucking schmuck. Or I'm going to vote for that person because they're attractive. That's dumb. Like, okay, I'm a guy. I'm a straight guy. <laughs> I... There's a woman, I believe she's a congress lady, I believe, uh, Lauren Boebert in Colorado. Now, if you don't know who Lauren Boebert is, she is quite attractive in my eyes. You may think I'm disgusting. I don't know. Don't fucking care. Fuck your feelings. But I think Lauren Boebert is very pretty. She's also got big tits. I like big tits. Sorry, not sorry. I like boobies. Well, if I lived in Colorado and Lauren Boebert was on the ballot, and I went in there and said, I think she's hot, she's got big boobies, so I'm going to check her name. No, then I'm a fucking moron. I'm an asshole. That's identity politics, kind of, in a nutshell. I would vote for her if I supported her policies, not because of what she looked like. But nowadays, in today's politics, identity politics is pushed very, very hard usually by one side of the political aisle, not calling out Democrats or anything, but it seems to be a big thing that they push out. For example, President Houseplant, the fucking ice cream man, child sniffer, obviously you know where I stand on my view of him, when there came an opening in the Supreme Court recently, months ago, whatever the fuck it was, the first thing he said was something that was sexist 
and racist. What did he say? He said he was going to appoint a woman of color. Which, okay. As a whole, I don't care if the person that was selected for the Supreme Court was a woman of color. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. At the end of the day, I want the best person for the job. I don't care if it's in politics or if they're making widgets in a fucking factory. The best person for the job, period. End of story. But this dipshit says, I'm going to eliminate all men and all white women from applying for this position. Wow. Dude, really? How fucking racist and sexist of you. This was something the Democrat Party pushed against for generations. Except for when they created the KKK. But I'm not going into that today. This is identity politics in 2023. Nobody outside of some people on the right that were like, dude, what the fuck? That's sexist and racist. How can you say that? You obviously are not necessarily picking the right person. Maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. The person he picked doesn't know how to define a woman. You can look it up. Don't take my word for it. The new Supreme Court justice doesn't know what a woman is, and she fucking is one. So anyways, let's fast forward to why why I'm a little animated today. Recently, there was a senator from California named Dianne Feinstein. She was 90, and she passed away. I was not a fan, and simply out of... Humility and respect, I am not going to drag her. I'm not going to say anything negative. I know there's people out there that do or want me to. I'm not going to. She was not my favorite person on the planet or in the Senate, but she also does have loved ones and a family that are mourning her loss. So I'm just not going to go there. That's just not right. But her position is available. You can't leave a vacant Senate seat forever. The person that will replace the senator, or not will replace, but selects the person, is the governor. So Governor Gavin Newsom of California, it's within his power to select the senator. What does he do? The first thing he says is, I'm going to appoint a woman of color. Bro. Sexism and racism. That means anybody that is male, even a black male, Hispanic male, Native American male, uh, Asian male, any male, you are disqualified. Fuck you because you have a dick and balls. Oh, and if you're female, oh, sorry, yeah. If you're white, you're not going to get the position, sorry. Racist and sexist. What the fuck? I thought this was what... Again, the Democrat Party pushed against for generations. I thought this was something that all Americans, white, black, Hispanic, you know, Asian, Native American, male, female, straight, gay, identifies as a cat, whatever. I thought this was something that everyone wanted to push against. And those that supported shit like that were the outliers, the crazy fucking people that live in the fucking hills. You know, stocking up on rifles and ammunition and 
and, and fucking MREs and chickens or whatever. Those were the outliers that were the racist fucking weirdos. They wore hoods at night, right? Fucking weirdos. Now it's in our politics. We're going to pick somebody based upon check boxes on a piece of paper. That worked so well for the fucking press secretary. If you don't know, last year, I believe it was, or the year before, don't quote me. My, my, I, I'm hopped up on fucking caffeine right now. But the press secretary, uh, not the press secretary, yeah, press secretary was uh, a lady named Jen Psaki. White lady. I was not a fan, but that was her job. And she eventually stepped aside and she was replaced by, let's get the checklist out, a female that was black that is gay. Now, again, and I, as I said in the beginning of this, I don't give a fuck if you're a female, if you're black, if you're gay, if you're straight. I don't care. I don't care. She is clearly not the best person for that job because she is the worst period, press secretary, period, ever, period. What the fuck? She sucks. She fucking sucks. She's terrible. Put it this way. If Joe Rogan is making fun of you, you might want to reevaluate. She is terrible. And it's not because she's black. It's not because she is a female. It's not because she's a lesbian. I don't care about any of that. She just sucks at her fucking job. But she got the job. Or I'm assuming. I'm just an asshole. I'm assuming she got the job because she checked all these little boxes. Well, this brings us to Governor Gavin Newsom. The guy looks like the fucking guy from American Psycho. Slick back hair and everything. I would not trust him around my dog. If you watch the movie or read the book, you'll know why. But he immediately, like I said, he was racist and sexist and said, I'm going to appoint a woman of color. Bro, if a woman of color is the best qualified for the job, fucking awesome two thumbs up. I don't care. That's great. But how would you know if you immediately did not look at any white females or any man? Maybe there is, you know, a gay Asian man that was better qualified. But you won't know because you said, fuck you, dudes. You have a dick. Fuck off. Now, this person, let me, uh, I'm, I'm scrolling through my phone here. Is uh, Her name is, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but her name is LaFonza Butler. So LaFonza Butler, which I didn't know shit about. Now I'm looking this up on Breitbart.com. Shout out to Breitbart. I'm not getting paid by them. I'm just kind of, you know, giving due. But Eric, that's a right wing. I don't care. Shut the fuck up, Karen. These are facts you can look up on your own on CNN or MSNBC or whatever dildo fucking website you look at. I don't give a fuck. So according to the website of the pro-abortion Emily's List organization. So, okay, we know she's pro-abortion. I don't know at what lengths. I don't know if she supports abortion right up till uh, the day of birth. I don't know. I am not going to say anything about that. If you are pro-abortion or anti-abortion, you know it. I'm not going to do, I'm not going down that avenue. Okay? Not going to do it. So, but you know, okay, she's pro-abortion. Okay, fine, whatever. She also served as the president of the biggest union in California, the SEIU Local 2015. Okay, I'm not a I'm not a pro union guy, but you know what? Whatever. Okay, she is. Okay, great. 
I don't know how that gives her qualifications to be a senator. Uh, so so far, I haven't I haven't seen anything. Okay, she's pro-abortion and pro-union. Okay, I don't know how that qualifies her as a senator, but hey, I'm just a fucking dumbass. What do I know? Additionally, she served as its international vice president and president of the SEIU California State Council. Okay, again, whatever. She's she's a union lady. Cool. Her bio indicates that she grew up in Magnolia, Mississippi. What a beautiful name that is, Magnolia. Now, I've never been to Mississippi. I've heard that it can be kind of sticky in the summer, but it can be sticky here in the Northeast. But Magnolia, what a beautiful, beautiful name. I digress. So on Sunday night, according to the Washington Examiner, now I don't know if they're right wing, left wing. I don't know what their political affiliation is. I don't know. I'm sure somebody out there will tweet at me. They're fucking right wing. Trump, mega, whatever. Shut up, asshole. I don't care. On Sunday night, the bio on the website said she lives in Maryland with her partner. uh, No, sorry if I butcher the name. uh, Naneki Lee and their daughter, Nyla. What a beautiful name. I like that, Nyla. That's pretty. By Monday morning, that line was removed. Now, some of you may say, okay, so what? Yeah, Maryland. Yeah, and she is being appointed as senator of California. And she lives in Maryland. You can't do that. As far as I know. Again, I could be wrong. I'm probably an asshole. But they removed that line from her uh, bio. Why would you do that? Oh, wait, because I bet you, in order to be a senator, you have to live within the state. Oh, so she doesn't live in California. So how is Gavin Newsom appointing her? Oh, she's going to have to move there. So wait, you couldn't find someone qualified in California? (laughs) Obviously, we know you're not looking at any of the men or the white ladies in California. But you can't even look in California. You went to Maryland. Awesome. Oh, let's. this is even better. Uh, Butler served as a senior advisor to Kamala Harris's pre- presidential campaign. Wow, that went well. What was what was Kamala's poll numbers before she officially dropped out? What, 1%? Zero? So, okay, so yeah, clearly... Butler's work there didn't fucking help. Of course, Kamala Harris is as unlikable as a fucking bloody, I don't know, painful pussy boil on your asshole. Let's see. So Newsom's selection of Butler fulfills his promise to appoint a black woman to Feinstein's seat after black, black Democrats panned his choice to appoint Alex Padilla to replace Kamala Harris as the Senate in the Senate, sorry, when she became vice president. So right there, he promised to appoint a black person. Uh, oh, sorry, let me let me go back. I want to read that again. I don't want to fuck up. A black woman. His promise to appoint a black woman. Again, I don't care. If a black woman is appointed to the Senate in California, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. I I don't live in California. But if somebody in Connecticut were to do that, I would raise a big flag saying, hey, uh, 
what about a man? What about a white woman? You're being sexist and racist. That's kind of wrong, bro. Right? Now, maybe she's the best pick. I don't know. I'm just venting because identity politics is fucking bullshit. You know, for years, as I grew up, I was always told you don't judge people based on anything outside of them, you know, being a douchebag to you. You know, the whole Martin Luther King, what did he say? You know, don't, I'm paraphrasing here so I don't butcher his speech because it was very eloquent. You know, you don't, you don't judge somebody based upon their skin color. You know, don't judge man by the color of his skin. You judge him, you know, by his character. So if somebody is a douchebag, they're a douchebag, period. Regardless of skin color or religion or how tall they are or how fat they are, it doesn't matter. But when I grew up, that was what I was taught, not only by my parents, but also by, you know, faculty at school, teachers. You know, you didn't pick on somebody because, you know, maybe they were handicapped or they had a mental deficiency or a learning disability. Yes, a lot of kids did pick on people like that because kids suck. <laughs> kids are assholes. And I'll admit, I, I did my fair share of, you know, name calling because I was in a little fucking shit asshole kid, too. I definitely got my comeuppance through the years, though, if you go to... Listen to my podcast with my friend Ryan, Two Guys, One Campfire. Our very first first episode is about bullying. And we go over our, our history on, on that, on name-calling and being picked on. But when I grew up, that's what we were taught. It doesn't matter if it's a girl. She, it does, a girl. Just because a girl is a girl doesn't mean she's not smart. You know, she can still hang with the boys. She's still smart. She can still be fun. She can still play sports, right? I mean, which is true. Hello, you know. Although nowadays, uh, I'm no, not going there today. I'm just sorry. Forget I even no. But that's how I was raised. It doesn't matter, you know. If a black person, you know, is nice to you, okay, that just means they're a nice person. It's not that they're a nice black person. They're just a nice person. If a white person is nice to you, that doesn't mean they're a nice white person. They're just a nice, nice. They're a nice guy. They're a nice gal. But I was also raised that you don't, you know, not include people in your life based upon their religion or their skin color or if they're a boy or a girl. It didn't matter. If they were a cool person, they're a cool person. So why would you not want that person in your life? Same goes for business. If I own a business, there's only one color that matters to me. Green. Make me fucking money. Because if you can make me money, then I can give you more money. And then we can expand, and I can make more money. And you can make more money, and everybody happy. It doesn't matter. Just green. Make me green. So if the best qualified person for the job at my imaginary business, sorry if that was too loud, but if the best person or the best people qualified were, I don't know, people that identified as trees and they had purple hair and they all drove fucking, I don't know, Priuses. I not a big fan of purple hair or Priuses. I really can't stand, but they're the best qualified person for the job. Fucking ace. You start tomorrow. Let's go. But I'm not going to sit there 
with a piece of paper that says, oh, I'm sorry, you don't check this fucking box. Why are we allowed? We're not allowed technically to do that in the corporate world. If anybody ever found out, I mean, granted, it was done back in the day, which is why it's not allowed now. You know, that's an HR nightmare. But laws changed and policies changed. And nowadays, if you go in for an interview, they cannot just look at you and nope. Based upon, you know, your hair color or your skin color or how many earrings you have or how many tattoos you have. Although I know that's a little fuzzy, like in the baking industry, but I'm not going to go down that road today. But if you if you are the best qualified person for the job, you should get the job. But apparently not in politics nowadays. Now, total total side note, or I'm going to go off on a little little side side trail here. You'll have the same people that think that this is okay, that you can discriminate against a gender, men, and discriminate against a race, white females. They think that's okay. Obviously, I'm sure there's some people out there that are also not happy with this, but there's a lot of people that don't have a problem with it. At least I'm not hearing, at least on the the right side of the aisle. But... They are the same people that I was reading articles about a couple of weeks ago because there are people that are complaining that if they, or let me, let me backtrack here. Some people are going to job interviews and on their resume, they're putting their pronouns. There are companies out there that are like, nope, right in the trash. Because they know if they have pronouns, they are probably, maybe not always, again, maybe, you know, I got to stick with, to my own shit. Maybe they are the best qualified person for the job. But they're making an assumption that if you have pronouns on your resume, you are going to be a fucking nightmare with HR. Because you're woke. Someone is going to say something or look at you or hum a tune that you are going to immediately run to HR and complain about. Now, I'm not saying this is true, but this is the assumption because it's happened. So a lot of people that are getting resumes with their pronouns, they're like, nope, throwing it in the trash. So these same people that have no problem with the president and now a governor announcing that they are going to split the pool of potential people in half based on gender and then they're going to slice up the other potential pool of people based on skin color they think that's okay but they're bitching about people not being looked at for a job because of pronouns in their fucking resume uh, a little hypocritical much yeah at least i think so but what the fuck do i know i'm just a fat bald white guy so, thank you for listening. I feel a little bit better now. This is actually, actually stress relieving today. Until, you know, tomorrow or later when I open up Twitter and I'm like, what the fuck? But again, thank you for listening. This has been Unapologetically Eric. If you're offended by what I said, don't care. Fuck your feelings. <laughs>